I have redone this intro like four different times already because I cannot speak today. I'm messing up my words. So if I mess up a word, oh well. Um, welcome to the podcast, the podcast, or welcome back. Um, today I am going to be doing a little reading wrap up, a little March reading wrap up because. Listen, I'm a mood reader. I'm a slow reader. We know this. However, I did really good for being a mood reader and a very slow reader. Like, yes, if I really love a book, it will probably take me a day. Depends on the writing style. Like, after was a Wattpad book that turned into, a, like, an actual book series. And I read all, like, the first book in the day. I read the second book in the day. The third one was a little tough because it was, like, a, over 800 pages. But that took me, like, a week. Like, those books were easy to read. They're, like, one, two, three, done, you know? Other books, like, they're an actual, like, book writing style, so it might take me a little longer. Um, but if I really love a book, it will take me a couple days to get through it. Um, but I get reading slumps so easily. So this month, I did really good. Um, I've read three books this month, which, to compared to, like, all the other, like, readers on the internet, um, that's not good. <laughs> I know, like, Steph Boyer, um, who is a booktuber and a book talker. Well, she's not really a book talker, but everyone knows her on book talk, you know. Um, but she's more in the booktube area. Um, she read 12 this month, and I know that's a good month for her. Um, but that was just because she didn't have school. And <laughs> I don't really have school right now. I mean, like, I'm doing online school. Um, so, like, what am I filling my free time with? I'm sleeping. Because I'm depressed when I'm off my meds. Um, anyways. <laughs> the first book I read was actually a very popular one already. Um, The Love Hypothesis. I finally read it. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. I loved this book. I think I gave it five stars. Four or five stars. I'm not really sure. I think I five-starred it. It was such a little cute book. Um, so basically, if you have not read it, it's about a grad student and like, I'm trying to think of what his job is. He's, he's not like a professor, but like, he's like higher, higher up in this lab. They're like little like STEM people. Um, I'm not really good with the science terminology of it. But basically, in the start of this book, um, we see, like, before, like, chapter one and everything, um, when we're trying to, like, start understanding, like, okay, what's the setting at? We see this girl named Olive, <laughs> um, not able to see for the first, like, chapter because, um, she has dirty contacts in. And she ends up having a really, like, beautiful conversation with a man. And then he just, like, walks off. And she couldn't see him, so she does not know who this guy was, this random man. Um, and then in chapter one, like, the start officially of chapter one, she kisses <laughs> this, like, this guy named Adam. Um, this dude is obviously, like, higher up and everything, like, in, the, like, the STEM world and all that. And he is known as, like, the office, like, um like, dickhead. <laughs> I don't really know how to word it, but, um, the tropes in this book, um, are fake dating, 
he it's he hates everyone else but her he's only really nice to her but not really he's just like grumpy it's a grumpy sunshine type of thing and i'm absolutely like i eat that up a fake dating grumpy sunshine give it to me now you know um i read this i think in two days which that is such good for me like that that was so good um and then i immediately bought love on the brain i have not read it yet but i have it i own it because I was like, I loved, I loved this book. Um, so that was The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. Um, I hope I say these names right. And then the second book I, I read, I've never seen anybody talk about this book at all. Um, which is surprising because it was so good. I loved it. I gave it four stars. All the books I read this month, I absolutely adored and loved. This is called, this book is Love Scenes by Bridget Morrissey. I don't really know how to pronounce the last name of that. Um, but basically, in this book, we see almost like a Nepto baby. Um, but it's not really like that because the character does not want to be a Nepto baby, but she kind of is. She's just like, I don't want to be one. And they really do like talk about that a little bit in the book, how she doesn't want to be known as just like a nepto baby basically her family is famous um she kind of has a weird family dynamic the dad has like three ex-wives i think two or three um no it's two ex-wives he's a child with one um a couple kids with the other and then he's going to marry the new one um they get engaged and all that so basically she has this like thing her sister um is starting to create this movie that her mother's new husband wrote it's kind of (laughs) i'm trying to explain the family dynamic because it's so difficult basically everyone in this family this is big large like non-normal family um or non-conventional family basically is in the movie world somehow so she had just gotten fired from like her murder mystery like sitcom she was basically on one of those like um like how to get away with murder um shows like a castle show or like you know what i'm talking about like she was almost on like not criminal minds <laughs> criminal minds is too good for the way they explained it um more like bones or castle or like Rosalian isles that's basically what she was on she played the mortician i think um more like the bone person but she gets fired she gets killed off of this show and then um, her family finds out after her dad had a heart attack, I think. Um, obviously, the media is going crazy about it. Not that she got fired. No one really cares because she's not that famous. People just know of her. Um, however, previous like years earlier, she had had um, a romance movie role. She was the main lead with this dude. Um, he was, like, an alcoholic, kind of, like, he always just, and he was, like, rude, he was just always, like, tasting of whiskey and all that, and that, obviously, that boy was going through something at that time, he was, he's famous, A-list celebrity right there, she's more like a C-lister, or a B-lister, I would say C, um, but that man is the lead in the sister's movie that she's directing, and obviously the family feels bad that she got like K to the tur- like, turb curb. 
and like got killed off a show because they know like being killed off is like the end of someone's career. So they go, well, you didn't want the role and it was already like handed to someone else pretty much. So the family offered her the main lead and she was like, no, I, I'd never want to work with that dude again. Um, I forget his name. <laughs> um, Sloan is the girl and Joseph is the boy. Um, like, I love this book. I remember, like, a little, every little detail, but I cannot remember names. Um, basically, Sloane was like, I never want to work with Joseph again. Like, he was terrible. He made, like, he, he wanted, like, I'm trying to explain this. Words will not come out of my mouth today. Um, Sloane was like, he literally made me want to, like, quit acting. And, like, that's how much she despised this man. And obviously, Joseph's the lead. So they went, okay, you can be, like, an assistant director, um, kind of. Like, they just made up a role for her. And she's like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. Um, but then, obviously, like, Joseph, we see him, like, on the start of day one, he's, like, messes up every line. And everyone's like, what? So Sloane's job is to help him practice his lines. Because, obviously, Sloane had nothing else to do. So the mom is fine go, like, help him, um, so every day they would, like, meet up in the trailer, and, and slowly we see him, like, open up about, like, his dead mom, and this role really, like, would mean a lot to her, like, blah, 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 and we see kind of, like, what happened in his backstory, um, how he is sober now, and that's why, like, acting's a little bit more difficult, we definitely see him, like, grow, um, but then, Obviously, like, we see a little bit of a, a little spark between them. Um, and one of my favorite things is she would always bring, like, up an iced coffee to, like, the morning trailer. And the there's one scene in the book where she brings an iced coffee to the trailer. And, like, slowly we see him put out a coaster for her. Like, and then one day she comes in and the, the coaster's there with an already iced coffee. That means he bought her an iced coffee. Uh, and she's like, I have two. Like, I already got one. And he goes, that's fine. I know you drink it. That's so cute. Like, I want a man to buy me an iced coffee. Like, come on. That scene, that, that's when I loved this book. I was like, yes, iced coffee. You're showing me bits and pieces, which is funny because in the love hypothesis, they have coffee dates. And in the love scenes book, they also kind of have a coffee date, but in different ways. Um, which I am a little sucker for coffee dates. Um, but basically, they start, like, dating, like, friends with benefits kind of thing behind the scenes. And they don't want to tell anyone. Um, but then, obviously, it becomes more than that. They actually really, like, like each other. Um, they have to put on a band performance for... Um, Sloan's like fundraiser type of thing <laughs> and they have to do like interviews behind the scenes about the movie because um the one lead actress quit so Sloan is now the co-star like the main co-star to Joseph in this historical romance movie and obviously that's when the chemistry was showing hard as because now they're co-stars and they were already like kind of dating behind the scenes and so they were like well how are we gonna like pretend like we really don't know this it turned out the family knew the entire time they went guys your mics were on the one day 
I loved this book so much. It's so good. I don't... Also, by the way, I'm not going to really give spoilers. But some things might be a spoiler. So, like, I probably should have said that in the start. Oh, well. Um, so, I love this book. I gave it four stars. Um, I would definitely read it because I've never heard anyone talk about it. And I wanted to buy that, like, a couple years ago. Or maybe last year at Barnes & Noble. But then it disappeared the day it went back. And then I found it again. It was the last one on the shelf. It was the only one on the shelf, actually. Um, and then the next book I read, I gave five stars. I ate this up. I loved it. I am so excited for the sequel to come out. It is Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. It is so cute. It is a boy next door, like, rival neighbors. Like, they were childhood rivals. He would always, like, mess with her as she was a kid. Um like almost fake dating it's more like i'll help you get this guy to notice you type of trope um and it's like an you, you've always been like the one i've been in love with trope um they quote taylor swift and if you know anything you know i love taylor swift um they have a playlist at the back and i just i just need to tell you guys this playlist um and then i can get into the book because it is it is a playlist. Someone like you, paper rings, lovers, ocean eyes, bad liar, public service announcement, up all night. How would you feel? Hello operator, paradise, sabotage, feeling all right. Someone like you, monkey wrench, Bella Luna, Forrest Gump, <laughs> electric. Kiss, Enter Sandman, Death with Dignity, We Are Young, New Year's Day, River, and then Paradise. Paradise is on there twice, but it makes sense for the book, um, because that book is, like, or not that book, but that song is such, like, something to, like, the characters. I don't want to spoil that, but I'm trying not to give too many spoilers. Basically, we see this girl. She is, her name is Liz. This is about Liz and Wes. Um, Liz is like a hopeless romantic. She loves rom-coms because her mom passed away and that was what they shared. They shared rom-coms. They loved like thinking about one day like, oh, I'm going to live a rom-com, like blah, blah, blah. Her mom's dead. Sad, gone, dead, blah, whatever. Right? <laughs> That's so sad. Oh, well. Um, not oh well, but you know what I mean. Basically, ugh, I, I need, like, water or something. Um, what is, wait, is my laptop gonna die? Oh, I had 26 left, okay, we're good. Um, basically, Liz, she wants to, like, find this rom-com for her mom to be proud. Like, obviously, she's grieving her mom, like, she goes and visits her grave every day, she talks to her mom. Um, but then, one day, she goes to school, <laughs> um, and this girl is, like, she basically, Liz always has, like, rose-colored glasses on. She just wants to find, like, love. She's like, this is gonna be my meet-cute. Never mind, this is gonna be my meet-cute. Um, basically, this, her childhood crush, Michael, came back to school. He came back from, um, the great state of Texas, and he moved back, and, and she's like, this is going to happen. However, Michael's talking to 
a girl like Liz doesn't really like. They're only talking, right? So then Liz is like, that's fine. They're not dating yet. Um, so she's like, I need a plan. So she convinces Wes, because these two have been fighting over a parking spot since they're neighbors. Um, she was like, I'll give you the parking spot if you get Michael to like me and ask me out. And he was like, okay, like, whatever. Um, obviously, Wes wants the parking spot, so he agrees and takes her to the party. Um, at this party, it does not go too well. She's wearing one of her, like, little dresses, and Liz has a unique sense of style. She basically likes these, like, vintage dresses, and she kind of dresses like an old little lady. Um, but she likes her little dresses, you know? She wears her dresses and, like, her weird shoes. Um... Meanwhile, everyone else in the book is wearing, like, jeans, t-shirts, and, like, Converse. Um, and so, Michael goes, oh, is that your uniform? And she plays it off. She goes, yeah, I work at the diner. I work at the, and Wes goes, yeah, I love the diner. Um, that scene was so cute for me. But she gets puked on by a girl who's in, like, in love with Wes. And then, so basically, this girl's, like, on top of him, and... Obviously, Liz can see, like, okay, like, Wes isn't really into it. He just wants to be, like, left alone by this girl. So, <laughs> Liz comes up with the perfect plan. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> and then, obviously, the girl puked on her, like, blah, blah, blah. So, she goes upstairs. Wes gets her a change of clothes from his car. It's, like, his hoodie or whatever. And she's like, ooh, this hoodie's so nice and big. It's comfortable. I'm stealing this. She literally goes, I'm robbing this store. She kept that hoodie until, like, the last page, guys. <laughs> literally that's like chapter like four not even that's probably like chapter two or three that they go to the party and she she kept that full last page i think she probably still has in, in book two um book two is coming out i think next year but i need to yawn i keep losing my track of thought <gasps> basically She's like, okay, Michael still isn't like me. He thought I worked at a diner. So they play makeover. Um, Wes is like, I'm going to make you, I'm going to play dress up like a little Barbie. And so he starts playing dress up on her. He's like, you're trying this on, you're trying that on. And he goes, you're a redhead. Therefore, like, white looks good on you and green does. And she's like, I hate white on me. And then she, like, tries on, like, this, like, shirt. She's like, I love it. And he goes, yeah, I know style. Like... Wes is literally the dream boy, um, and he also buys her Converse, and it's so cute, she's like, you bought me them? Um, at this point, they're still, like, supposed to be, like, rivals, but, like, she's like, oh, maybe he is nice, like, maybe, but she's still like, oh, I have to like Michael, um, because that's what my mom would like, because my mom said never go for a bad boy. Um, but slowly we see them go on, like, cute little dates. They go to, like, a little diner before, um, going to, like, Michael's River. Um, and they, like, do a little heart thing with, like, they put, basically play with ketchup. Every time, um, Liz goes to a cer this certain, like, place, um, she always plays with ketchup on the napkin. And he does the little, like, tradition with her. Um, so, like, number one for Team West. They have a little secret spot in the woods where they watch the stars. They listen to music. They talk. They roast marshmallows. It is so cute. Um, she literally, like, hop the fence and then go in the woods with him. 
in his backyard. It's like fairy lights and a little boom box. It's so cute, guys. Please read this book. Um, but this, <laughs> obviously, like, that girl still likes him, and he's like, we, we are, there's, like, almost like an epilogue novel, but not really. It, there's four or something chapters of Wes's POV online, and we see him being, like, basically, like, she doesn't like me, she likes Michael, I need to move on. Um, because he's been in love with her the entire time since, like, they were kids, but he's like, I don't want to be playing these games, um, so he's trying to, like, convince himself to move on or whatever, because, like, in his head, he knows she still likes Michael, she's playing it up that, oh, I'm, I'm still in love with Michael, like, I want Michael, but realistically, she wanted Wes, and she didn't realize that until, like, a half to a third quarter of the book, at this entire time, and she would be, like, saying things the entire book, like, oh, he is a nice guy, he is sweet, like, no, girly, you want Wes, the entire time, and basically, there's this whole, like, prom thing, she picked out a white prom dress, and she sent it to him, and he goes, please buy that dress, I'm begging you, because of how adorable they are together, they watch rom-coms through the phone, but he pretends he hates rom-coms, but he watches it, and he loves it, and he's secretly a little Taylor Swift fan, and she makes a playlist for every guy she ever likes. So it's, it's like, Liz and the Michael playlist. And, like, the Liz and the blah, blah, blah playlist. Um, and in the car, he knows this. He goes, can there be a Liz and Wes playlist? And that's why the playlist is up such a big thing to the book. Um, but, like, slowly, like, little secrets come out from the past. Like, on how much he actually does love her. I'm not going to say those little secrets because they're so cute. Um, especially, there's a secret with the spot, the, the parking spot, all along, it was kind of like a ruse, um, you have to read the book to figure out that, out, um, but it's such a good book, and I loved it, I gave it five stars, I'm waiting for that sequel, I, I've been loving little snippets on the author's Instagram, um, but anyways, those were the three books I read, um, in the month of March, which, that was actually a really good reading month of me. I think my favorite book I read, I'm going to tier these, um, Better Than the Movies was definitely my favorite I read out of there, which is funny because that was the third book I read, um, and then I, I did love, I feel like I can't really tie these two, but The Love Hypothesis is number second, and then Love Scenes number three, but I did adore and eat all of these up. I absolutely love my little rom-com books. Um, anyways, I am currently reading It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. It's kind of a really slow start, so I might DNF it and pick up The American Roommate Experiment, um, or The Cheat Sheet, but I don't know yet. I don't know. Um, anyways, I'll probably do another one for April, another April reading wrap-up. I love you all, and goodbye!